0: that's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18+ terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to Luckylandslots.com right now and play over a hundred social casino style games for free. Get lucky today at Luckylandslots.com. Available to players in the US, excluding Washington, and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW group VoIPR prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. With lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky
2: just about anywhere.
1: Well, I don't know how your day is going, but here on Post Show Recaps, we're having the worst day ever. That's worst day ever. The twenty-four season two recap podcast. Talk about episode. 13, the 8 to 9 p.m. hour here on season 2 of 24. I'm Josh Wiggler. I'm joined by Emily Fox. Emily Fox, we got to go. The the, the the bomb it went off, we got to go into my secret basement. Come on, let's go. Lucky number 13. Get into my secret basement. Come on.
2: Yeah, Kim, totally fall for this. Would
1: you ever fall for the secret basement trick? Nope. This isn't you. Couldn't be you?
2: I wouldn't follow a random man. Who I met in Johnny the dark, Drama, even
1: you wouldn't follow him
2: to his house. Uh-huh. Beyond being like, great if you have a landline and don't have a cell phone because it's 2002, then perhaps that that makes sense. But like otherwise, no. Uh,
1: Johnny Drama is a uh, very successful uh, in his attempt to get Kim Bauer to stay for a sleepover, <sighs> uh, potentially for weeks if he has his way. As he is lying to Kim. About the bomb going off, because we know the bomb didn't go off, because we don't even know where the freaking bomb is. I'm just upset for Kim. <laughs> I'm upset for Kim. I'm upset for... Who else am I upset for? Everybody! I'm upset for Lynn Kresge. She has to Dude. work with Sherry.
2: Lynn Kresge is going through a lot right I'm now. I'm
1: upset for George Mason. He's bleeding through all of his <laughs> clothes. Getting his hand shaken by this dude I who mean, looks like uh, I don't want to say it.
2: The dry cleaner's not going to be able to get this out, but also, uh, why would they? Also, need he's to not anyway? going to need a dry yeah, cleaner. Yeah, he's going to not need that. He's
1: going to die. Oh. Uh, so I feel bad for a lot of these people. Uh, I didn't really remember much about this episode. And then the episode, I was like, oh, yeah, the coral snakes, uh, six of <laughs> them are dead. There's a seventh the seventh coral snake,
2: friend of yours. I just love how all of their sleeves are like very conveniently rolled up to like show, to show their little snake. Yeah. Tattoo their, on their snake forearm. tattoos.
1: What I love is that their little snake tattoo on their forearm, which uh, Jack Bauer once called a uh, very distinct and very specific, basically just looks like, uh, do you remember Petunia from Pete and Pete? Yeah. Little Pete has Petunia the <laughs> tattoo. It's like it was from the same tattoo parlor. <laughs>
2: Can you say tattoo again? Tattoo.
1: <laughs> yeah, they've got the little snake tattoos, these little petunias Oh
2: my god, on
1: their arm. Um, so we are officially halfway through, uh, past the halfway mark as of last week. We got up to it. Now we're on the other side of it. Nuclear bomb still in play. There's a moment in this episode where it looks like maybe it's going to be taken out of play. It's
2: are you, not. Are you
1: surprised that it remains an active deal? No,
2: because we're halfway through the season. So of course you're not going to just like deactivate a bomb and be like, well, let's figure this out. What yeah. else... Like, what other loose ends do we have to tie up?
1: It's not unlike 24 to resolve a storyline halfway through the season. I mean, think about the the gains of it all. This
2: is the main storyline, though.
1: Yeah. You know what I mean?
2: It would be a different story if it was like, oh, we figured out that Sherry's the bad guy and we dismissed her immediately, which, like, I would expect is on the horizon. Or we found Kim. It's going to be kind of hard
1: for David to abide Sherry after this revelation, you would think.
2: I'm so tired of this. <laughs> I'm literally exhausted. How
1: are you feeling about twenty four season two uh, just generally right now? A little tired. <sighs> it's okay to admit it if you are. It's if, dragging a little, huh
2: if it's it's very derivative.
1: I don't think it's unfair to say it's dragging a little
2: a little. I don't know. I think that that like the concept is cool. It's really, really hard to capture every single hour of a day without being like oh there are some lulls
1: yeah try and and some lulls on the podcast right lolz (laughs) because we're laughing out loud but naturally
2: like that's how everyone's life is yeah so like you're gonna expect that to be the same way you know with like you know art imitating life i guess
1: An emily fox 24 season would be dope um, yeah, where
2: right. I'm just like cleaning all the time It'd and like cooking. Great.
1: You got so much to do. Everyone's
2: like, wow, she got a lot done today.
1: Yeah, I cleaned a full bathroom. You painted it. Yeah, I painted a full bathroom. You make a 20 course meal. Um, <laughs> I
2: made five meals for somebody. We
1: spend a solid. Drop four, it off for We them. spend a solid four to five hours watching back to back Al Pacino movies. That's a really solid Honestly, run of episodes. it
2: sounds like a great day it's to follow. Good. Um, yeah. all right,
1: I guess we should talk about the episode of 24 that we're here to discuss. It I be- suppose. It begins with Tony calling Jack, and Jack is 10 minutes away from this airfield, which was 30 miles away from where he was at the end of last time on 24 and <laughs> <in> episode <laughs> great 12. great time
2: always makes great time in la
1: they really have to in the universe of 24 traffic really <laughs> cannot be an actual thing um
2: which is why it should be set in like somewhere that doesn't have it yeah, yeah.
1: like montana maybe maybe uh canada so, so uh tony's saying yeah by the way i still still don't know where kim is and jack's like damn it why why isn't she contacting us? Because, because she she's an that idiot. She's a murder suspect. That she's not going to call us. No, because she's stupid. She's with Lonnie. Uh, Lonnie Drama. It makes is the zero Kevin sense. Character. Do you like she- that? His name is Lonnie. Lonnie Drama. Uh, <laughs> and uh, he's like, Oh, your foot it really hurts. Huh? We got to get you to a. Di- I don't know why I'm turning <laughs> into Teddy Hanlon. No,
2: that's not his voice.
1: Yeah. Uh, and so uh, he's like, Well, we're at my cabin. Why don't you come on in? uh so she's gonna go on in. There's like rifles all over the walls. There's clean towels. Go take a shower. I'll make a soup. There's rifles
2: all over the walls and clean towels. Is that what you just That's said? That's what I
1: said. <laughs> I'm not wrong. He's I got, like, the scene.
2: cougar stew on the 2000 fire. 2,000
1: degrees. Yeah, there's uh <laughs> cougar stew on the fire. She's going to get a nice hot meal out of this thing, whether she wants it or not.
2: I think she's going to get more than a nice hot meal if she's not careful. Look
1: who's ready to talk. Roger Stanton. Well, well, well. <laughs> Take sustained enough shocks to the face, I suppose, <laughs> that you're ready to talk.
2: Honestly, he looks pretty good considering the fact that he took that many. You like, know, it's hits. only
1: now, Emily, that I'm realizing that it is now Roger Stanton who was given the chair. Uh, That's what
2: I said. With the electric shocks. That's what I said.
1: Uh, and so he's like, "Yeah, so listen, I definitely have been tracking this <laughs> nuclear bomb, absolutely." But don't worry, we've got this team, Coral Snake, that's tracking the bomb for every single step, and we're going to take it out of play in the last possible moment. And David Palmer literally goes, why? What are you trying to do? Why would you do something like that? Uh, Roger Stanton says, we're trying to make a TV show, yeah. season
2: two of 24, don't you get it? It's not going <laughs> to
1: write itself, David. Uh, he's uh, David says, are you trying to hijack my presidency? And Stanton, who believes his defense policy is too passive, says, no. Pretty much. But I'd like to give it some balls. It's his line. Harris Ewan's a great actor. Yeah, but I think. Great role in Ozark.
2: I think in a lot of ways, this is mirror, mirroring uh, a lot of American foreign policy of this era. Of like, yeah, we got to like say that we're not going to. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah, like, we're, we're just going to go after everybody and screw this and da, 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 like.
1: This show is 20 years old. And yet, right. Uh, so, so Jack gets this call from George, whose arm is looking v bad. He's mm-hmm. wrapping it up in gauze. Because it's covered in scars and radioactive nonsense.
2: No, he—he's like disintegrating. He's falling apart. Yeah.
1: Emotionally, physically, literally, Uh, and he's telling him about coral snake. And Jack's like, "Oh, I know about coral snake. Shit. Okay. All right. Okay. We're going to go." What if George
2: was the seventh and he had the tattoo on his arm, but it just disintegrated off of his arm?
1: Yeah. Uh, Well, that would be wild. That would be a great twist. Isn't that kind of a brilliant twist? Yeah, it'd be a great- uh, As you're like,
2: Emily, we have to stop the podcast real quick. Here comes in our sponsor. And then you're like, Emily, Emily, you you just blew it. it." You just
1: blew it. (laughs) You called it. You called it that George Mason currently dying is the the seventh seventh coral coral snake, snake. And it's revealed- as the petunia snake tattoo falls off of his rotting But forearm. he like
2: he like jumped in and got like the real radiation <laughs> as he was like,
1: move the uh, real
2: bomb. We got to send it this other way.
1: Uh, so Marie huh. Warner. Wow,
2: you're just like yada yada Marine your way Warner, through this. Interesting. Marie okay.
1: Warner is talking to this second wave terrorist. And she says, hey, do you think I could get out of here? And I was like, yeah, if you leave now. He's like, okay, well, bye. Uh, and she's about to hit the road. But the cops are here at Norton Airfield, and you're not going anywhere, Marie. Mm. So she's not able to just run away. She's stuck here like the rest of us. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so Jack tells Kate, hey, Kate, you're going to have to chill here, too, because if we find Marie and we need you to talk to her, like we're just going to keep finding reasons to keep you on the show. She's like,
2: oh, OK. What does Kate say? Uh, Jack, what's going on? Yeah. What's happening? What's happening, Jack?
1: Uh, Let me ask you a question. Gut check. Mm -hmm. Terry Bauer or Kate Warner?
2: I pick Terry every day. Wow.
1: Yeah. I think that's the right choice. I do think that's the right call.
2: Terry was (laughs) likable.
1: If you go back and listen to the podcast, Emily, I'm not so sure that's your take. She had
2: friends. She had people that watched out for her. Okay. You're
1: talking in-universe Yeah. In the universe. (laughs) Okay. It's an important distinction, I think. Yeah. Kate um, doesn't
2: have anyone vouching for her at all. Jack Bauer's
1: vouching for Kate. And guess who's vouching for her? Yeah, because for-
2: she's a, a needed asset yeah. in certain, like, aspects.
1: Uh, Jack Bauer's teaming up with Steve Goodrich, this all-American hero with the <laughs> butt chin, who's like, yeah, I'm just going to run stuff over here. We're going to be all over the airport. The Jack Bauer storyline for the last little while has either been unsavory or wheel-spinny. I feel mm-hmm. like this one's a wheel-spinny Jack Bauer episode where it's literally just Jack and a bunch of dudes
2: like running all over the yeah. airport
1: yelling, damn it, a lot. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. it. That's basically it. That's fair. Um. So uh George and Tony are talking at CTU. It turns out that division uh, which uh, Lords over CTU. I still don't really understand the hierarchy. Brad Hammond is coming down. He wants to shut us down. He doesn't like that we're uh, operating out of a bombed out office. And you know what? I get that. I they mean- were bombed earlier in the day. Maybe they could just uh, you know uh, you know get a at least the rest of the night off. Couldn't they have been prepping a second shift?
2: Couldn't they be working from home?
1: Kim Bauer has showered. <laughs> so fresh, so clean. She Kim feels a- Bauer uh, shower she feels a hour. Lot- she feels a lot better now after the Kim Bauer shower hour, and she sits down for dinner with Lonnie Drama, who has made chili. She's <laughs> working the block. Uh, <laughs> he has cranberry juice as well. I believe that's uh, oh. ocean spray. Sure I, looks it.
2: I just don't understand this.
1: Get Kim a cranberry juice also
2: kim has like lesions and uh, i don't know how she she's got been them. Uh,
1: through a lot no um, she hasn't she has not been through as much as others in the show she
2: looked fine when she was running through the canyon she earlier. almost got
1: eaten by a cougar but now who has the last laugh is she is not just eating a bowl of cougar chili but she's like she wants a heaping bowl she has so first of all you notice lonnie's got great uh bowls uh, his uh, kitchen well wear. that's what
2: i said i was like for somebody who's like a doomsdayer he really has like decent, uh you know ceramic ware. yeah
1: he invested he looks
2: like somebody who went to crate and barrel before yes. he decided to lock down which you know i have respect for personally Frickin
1: but- kim bowers like oh yeah so you want to know why i don't want to go back to la there's a nuclear bomb and he's like i knew it and Kim, what did your dad say? Don't tell anyone. She's told so many people. Uh, so there's a nuclear bomb. He's this like, is sort of like just telling. Just read the foreign papers. The whole world hates America. This is like you know telling somebody
2: happen? that there's a shortcut through the valley that you know. And oh, you're going to share it. Good, Emily. And don't Very tell anybody funny. else. Very funny. And like, that's how this news spreads.
1: Uh, Lonnie says, I want to show you something, but you can't tell anyone. Mm-hmm. she's like, I promise I won't. Fingers <laughs> crossed. He says, "I'll show you after we eat these huge, huge, enormous bowls of cougar chili." Uh, so uh, Palmer uh, learns that um, that Stanton, Roger Stanton, was working with a bunch of senators. It seems like I don't know; it was a little foggy on the details here. The way it seems like Sherry Palmer will be an asset, so bring her in. And both Lynn and Mike are like,
2: "Uh,
1: don't really want Sherry here." And
2: he's like, "I don't want you to question me."
1: He says, "Don't question me now." Yeah, David Palmer, a little bit off the rails, no a little bit maybe a little off the rails at this point well
2: Well, he's thrown by the day
1: he's thrown by the day who isn't at this point Mm -hmm. randy murdoch is still trying to figure out the paper pulp uh (laughs) he just has not gotten to the bottom of the paper pulp uh and tony and michelle are freaking out about how division is coming and they're gonna yank george and it's all gonna be a disaster tony's
2: still trying to figure out like michelle's likes and dislikes
1: they're still just like kind of vibing at each other now every single forlorn look between them it's so loaded I know. The tendrils. Uh, Where he keeps
2: being like, do you like your steak medium, medium rare?
1: Yeah, because I'm going to take you for a nice steak dinner after this, all right?
2: <laughs> do you like sushi?
1: Do you know what I like to say before I eat a steak? I say, moo, moo.
2: What? It's <laughs> what Ew. I say.
1: It's what I say, Michelle. <laughs> You're going to have to accept the whole thing. <laughs> You're going to want to me. I'm out. I'm out on this. Never mind. Me, when I eat a steak, they call me <laughs> Tony Almuda. <laughs> I don't know where it came from. Uh, Jack Bauer discovers six (laughs) dead coral snakes. Uh, Colonel Samuels' men. They're dead. So if they're dead, who's tracking the bomb? A six-piece
2: chicken bucket is dead.
1: Colonel Sanders is to blame. The full bucket. George (laughs) Mason has changed his clothes. He's wearing fully clean clothes now because he's been bleeding through his previous (laughs) suit and tie. He comes and meets uh, Brad Hammond, who's getting the tour from Tony, and he goes to shake Brad Hammond's hand, and Brad Hammond gives him like the like frat bro handshake of grabbing his forearm as well, and you can see George Mason wince, uh, and you can see later that he's bleeding through his jacket sleeve, but he tries to put on a brave face here. He's like, "I'm fine." Ow. Uh, but he's trying to pump up CTU. We've got this. We're going to be okay mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. Uh, meanwhile, at Lonnie Drama's cabin, he takes Kim down, I would call this a nefarious spiral staircase. This is like the spiral staircase leading into the underground lair of a Bond villain.
2: Yeah, yeah. I think that that's fair. Like a,
1: a, a fourth-rate Bond villain, but a Bond villain nonetheless. Correct. Um, And this is a bomb shelter that it took him two years to dig out. There's tons of equipment. There's guns. There's knives. There's gas masks. And there's so much coffee uh there's like
2: grenades and stuff too the
1: coffee is really the thing emily his favorite smell in the world he says i'm kind of a coffee junkie i can handle anything but i gotta have my java uh and then you see him (laughs) as kim is looking around the bunker you hear him as you like see him in like the corner of the screen sniffing a huge ground bean and he goes Mmm, that's my favorite smell. That's a line from the show. That's not an improv for the podcast. Johnny Drama, Kevin Dillon, Lonnie Drama takes a big whiff of coffee beans and says, Mmm, that's my favorite smell. Great line. 24. <laughs> she gets claustrophobic, leaves. He chases after her. What are you doing? She's like, well.
2: <laughs> Maybe this was the mistake. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm a freaking idiot.
1: You're a, a, a stranger, and it's uh, like you'll have to forgive me, but my stranger danger is askew. Uh, and it took me a while, and I think I should go and find Aunt Carol. You know, Aunt Carol, the Ferragamo of season two of 24. Aye, aye, aye. Uh, so, certainly not at Ferragamo levels, but it's the return of the specter of Aunt Carol, at least. And he says, Okay, all right, I'll show you out, I'll take you there when uh, whenever you want to go. Um, Sherry Palmer has been given access to the O.C. Uh, Uh, And Lynn Kresge (laughs) is there to meet her. Uh, And they get into a little bit of a fight on the elevator where Sherry's like, don't play games with me, Lynn. Just tell me that you're trying to position yourself between me and David. And Lynn says, you're right. I don't like you. And I don't like you being here. Uh, And Sherry's like, well, now we're talking, Lynn. Now we can go somewhere from here. Mm -hmm. Emily Fox loved this. You said... Lynn Kresge coming in for the crunch. Yes. You called this a a toothsome tell-off.
2: It was. Mm -hmm. I was really pleased for her. Lynn Kresge sticking up for herself. Yeah.
1: Meanwhile, at the cabin, Kim Bauer, with that freshly showered, slicked back hair, is ready to walk into the night with Lonnie to get back (sighs) to the highway and find Aunt Carol. When the park ranger shows up and tells Lonnie, hey, uh, I'm looking for someone who's wanted for kidnapping and murder. Do you have company? Because I see you've got a second glass of cranberry juice on the table. (laughs) And Lonnie says, no, Doug came by earlier. And uh, Doug, the cat, just came by my desk. He was in the plants.
2: Yeah, now he's next to me. Okay. Chewing on a stick.
1: He's hanging out. Uh, And so Lonnie comes back inside and goes to Kim, kidnapping? Murder? And she goes, I swear I didn't do it. And he goes, good enough for me. Uh, At 8.42 uh we find uh david and sherry in the hallway and he wants sherry to track down uh any meetings between roger stanton eric rayburn and senators to see if she can get <laughs> Is to. The... that
2: how he says it no
1: that's how i said it okay. to get to the bottom of the stuff and then mike novak shows up oh god david <laughs> oh geez the coral snake soldiers are dead all six men on the team dead we haven't found the bomb David Palmer blitzes into the room with Roger Stanton. He says, your insane plan backfired, Roger, but you're misguided, not crazy. You didn't want the luxury condo, but that's because you were holding out for a better deal. You don't want the bomb to go off. Uh, And he says, somebody killed six trained commandos. Who did it? And he goes, you said six? There was a seventh. Mm -hmm. And then 24 does this sound cue that it does sometimes when it wants to clue you in to, like, you missed a reveal if you didn't pay attention. Because so there was a seventh, and the sound cue goes, oh, it's something like that. <laughs> it's something like that, you know what I mean?
2: Like HBO, yeah,
1: they go, oh, <laughs> it's definitely not it.
2: That is not it's a bad
1: impression, but listen
2: for it. It's like the most unnuanced way to be like, wake <laughs> oh <my God."
0: laughs> like- up. Noise at look up from your phone oh.
1: <laughs> She's like, oh shit I missed something <laughs> hey by the way Randy hey, Murdoch rewind. Randy Murdoch figured it out I figured out the pulp paper finally by the way I I looked it up you never see Randy Murdoch again he figures out the pulp paper we never see him again this is why I forgot Randy Murdoch so his job well done good job Randy Murdoch uh, well played. They, they give Jack Bauer the information. It, uh, the number belongs to a plane that's in the in a hangar that Tony Almeida identifies as Mama Delta Seven. Uh, so they're gonna rush to Mama Delta Seven. Jack Bauer is gonna like ride through the moonroof of a of a Hummer uh, <laughs> and sh- as one does and shoot at uh, the 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 lone survivor of the second wave truck who is now flying a plane. Uh, this dude's been in vehicles all day uh, and he's gonna try and fly and carry out the plan to blow up this bomb over downtown los angeles when jack bauer so good at his job sometimes shoots the wheel of the plane and even wings the driver shoots him the pilot has been hit the pilot has been hit <laughs> hands up he meanwhile marie warner was sneaking around around this place too and they haven't found her yet no. How's that going to? It must out? be
2: because she's wearing a wig.
1: They they would not be able to recognize her.
2: She's like the poor man's Anna Ferris.
1: Kate's too. Uh, I don't think that that's a hot take. I think people have said that before. Uh,
2: it's a probably very lukewarm take considering this show is twenty years old.
1: It's also probably true, but I remember <laughs> conflating the two of them. Mm-hmm. I think that she is. Is she in the faculty? No. Is that right? Is that right? I don't know. You tell me. Laura Harris. Yep. Wow. She is. She's in the faculty, in which she plays Mary Beth Louise Hutchinson.
2: Wow. Give I her haven't one seen more the faculty name. before. You haven't? No, never. All right, we're gonna watch that after. Are then. we gonna
1: watch that after we record Absolutely. this? Absolutely. Okay, so I guess uh, we will probably not record the next episode of the show. For nah, like, the
2: faculty's next.
1: Probably another like three weeks, from and then this we'll moment. watch. So apologies in advance. The next podcast will probably be very disjointed we'll watch from this one.
2: The faculty, and then we'll watch disturbing behavior.
1: Okay. Uh- we will not remember to tell you how all of that went in the next <laughs> podcast. You'll have to reach out and ask us. Yes, at round Howard at Emlet. Okay, we're getting close to the end of the wire. All right, uh, all right. George Bass is just coughing a lot. Uh, Johnny drama lies to Kim. So listen to the radio. Oh my God, the bomb went off. The As like the off. radio's
2: turned off. Yeah,
1: he just turned the radio yeah. off. But Kim puts the headphones on and she goes, Oh my God! And you hear. oh, <laughs> so, she's so, that you so it's stupid the, it's the 24 noise that she's makes, so
2: stupid how can she noise? be born to parents who both have like deep oh. analytical skills and like sharp like common sense i don't get it uh i so guess they her, were talking
1: about a flash we gotta go to the bomb shelter right now so she goes down to the bomb shelter with him but then we cut to a beautiful night in downtown los angeles as we near the nine <laughs> o'clock hour Uh, And we come to find out that the nuclear bomb team is analyzing this thing that they've retrieved from the plane. It is a decoy. There's traces of plutonium, but the bomb has been removed from it, and we don't know where it is. So Mm. everyone is very upset about this, including David Palmer, who comes to Roger Stanton and says, if there's anything you haven't told me yet, now would be the time to tell me. And he says, ask Sherry. Yep. She's the one to talk to.
2: I was when I was wondering when he would break.
1: So he's broken, and now Sherry Palmer has been outed by Roger Stanton to David Palmer, and I guess we're gonna see how that's gonna go. Emily Fox letter grade for this episode of 24. We
2: give her an A minus. We
1: give her an A minus. We'll co- so we're back up from the yeah. B plus. Yes. But we're still in like one of the lower tier scores for an Emily Because Kim's Fox. so stupid. That's really it? Yeah. She uh-huh. just makes
2: such bad decisions.
1: It's mostly on Kim. this one yeah yeah Uh, sorry guys yeah. I just have to go with my gut on this It's 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 fair, you gotta go with your gut No one could ask you to do anything else So what we're gonna do is I guess we're gonna go watch The faculty right now, we're not podcasting About it, but you can add us, at roundhoward At Emlet. you can talk to us in the post show recaps Patreon discord at patreon.com Slash post show recaps, March 1st Right around the corner, perfect time to sign up That's my birthday month Give me the birthday present of becoming a patron of post show recaps We'll see you on the next episode Of worst day ever, regardless Until then everybody, take care, Bye-bye. bye you